Welcome to the Foundry, where leaders are forged daily. And now your host, George Roberts. Welcome back, entrepreneurs. Today we welcome Rowena Augustine, founder of True Purpose Capital. Welcome to the show, Rowena. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you having me on getting this opportunity to interview with you. Great. Well, I'm really excited to have you tell us our story. Tell us where you started from and how you got to your current place in commercial real estate. Big believer in God. I am a wife and mother of three amazing kids. They're 14, 11, and 8. Worked in the utility industry for about 19 years as a professional engineer, managing multi-million dollar projects and yeah, doing really well, successful in that area, but just didn't have a lot of extra time outside of work. And, you know, it got to the point where, you know, me and my, like three years ago, me and my husband were having a lot of issues because we didn't have time for each other. I mean, he has a successful career as well. I'm working as an IT lead uh, for a healthcare company. And so three years ago, I realized that I needed to find a better way to become financially free. And, you know, after a lot of research found that real estate was a great strategy to get into, to allow me to get to financial freedom for my family. Great. So for you, it was the personal freedom angle. Yes. And my why was my family. Cool. So over the last three years, tell us how you worked up to your current acquisition. Yeah, so I live in San Diego and um, the market here just didn't make sense for me to invest in. So started investing out of state in Indianapolis, purchased my first turnkey rental three years ago and ended up doing flips after that. I flipped about five homes and then did a couple of burrs. And then I found a mentor and um, got introduced to multifamily syndication and decided to pivot into that direction. Exciting stuff. Yeah, typical story. Most of us start out with a single family. Wish I could have skipped all that, but I did the same. <laughs> yeah, it's a great learning experience, right? It is, it is. It does teach you so much. Uh, and then you realize that you've got to go and you've got to get completely different loans and everything is different, but not everything. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, you went into commercial, you moved into commercial multifamily. Well, how did you pick your market. So you said, obviously, it's not going to be San Diego. Yeah. So I originally was looking at Arizona um, to start my multifamily acquisitions. And, you know, I was doing underwriting, reaching out to brokers and even reaching out to direct a seller and um, wasn't making a lot of progress there and had the opportunity to code GP on a property in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Ended up um, helping with the due diligence and raising capital on that property. So I found that um, acquisitions was not what I was interested in pursuing. So that's how I ended up with my first deal. Were you passive before the co-GP? I was. I invested in three limited partnership multifamily syndications before co-GP. And so any big lessons from that or anything you'd like to tell the audience about how to vet one of these deals? Yeah, basically um, vetting the deals is first educating yourself on what multifamily syndication is and how the different criteria you want to focus on. 
basically looking for landlord friendly places to invest in, um, looking for the job growth and diverse economy, and just being able to understand like the underwriting and making sure that it's conservative and meets the goals that you're looking for for investments. And then you moved into the co-GP realm. Any hints or tips or tricks on how to find a good GP partner? Yeah, I mentioned that I found a mentor that um, introduced me to multifamily syndication. So uh, developed a relationship with her um, over the year and was given the opportunity to co-GP on that. Got it. So it's it's with the mentor then. Okay, great. I think that's an obvious route. So I did not go the mentor route and we'll never know whether that would have been a quicker road. But I think you learned a little bit about where you want to sort of fit in on the team and what you want to do. Tell us about those lessons and what you're planning to do in the future as a result. Yeah, I think uh, what I learned is that you're not going to figure out what you want to do unless you try. I went through the whole acquisitions process and realized that that wasn't for me and moved into a different direction as far as relations, capital raising, and due diligence. And that that's what I like to do. Um, yeah, so basically... Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Try, I get it. Try fail and <laughs> try again. Not everybody likes underwriting a hundred deals. Totally, totally, totally get that. All right. Cool. Cool. So then what can you tell us about uh, Ridgeland, Mississippi? So I want to say that that's not one of the markets that I hear about most often. Uh, were you targeting that market or did it just turn up that that was uh, where the great deal happened to be? Yeah. So partners I worked with did was were responsible for the acquisitions, but um, we do focus on more on the, you know, cash flow, stabilized properties and, you know, hidden markets that people are not actually looking for that still make sense and meet all the investor criteria. So it's a great market. It's like one of the best suburbs in Ridgeland, um, Jackson, MSA. What about your future acquisitions? So it sounds like you're focused maybe a little bit more on the deal than the market. Is that fair to say? Um, a partner with, um, my partners live in Florida, so it's basically the southeast around that area that we're looking at acquisitions. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I love that area too. I started out in Orlando and a lot of great markets out there. I think certainly in uh, Mississippi and Georgia, we're a lot less overbought than we are in Florida. It's getting a little crazy. I mean, when I got moved into Florida and central Florida, I thought that, uh, South Florida was already nuts. Now I'm beginning to think that Central Florida is a little bit nuts. Who knows, maybe I'll be following you out there. <laughs> well, I think we already started to cover some of your influences as an entrepreneur. So again, for you, it's like just totally you wanting to just live the life and be able to have the time for the family. That's awesome. So um, what, what are your goals in terms of getting to say financial freedom? What's, what's your definition? How far do you have to go? So basically, you know, I just quit my job recently and have the passive income to cover, you know, basic wants. And the goal is to be able to have my husband be able to move away from his job eventually. And, you know, with with the deals that we do have and projections, I mean, it will naturally come. But my my passion is to help other people get to financial freedom. So being able to just 
um, co-GP on these um, multifamily syndications and provide them opportunities for financial freedom is, is what I'm pursuing. Exciting. And for those that may be looking to leave the W-2, so for you, this was a three-year process. What would be your advice? Yeah, my advice would be to find a mentor that's been there and done that so that you okay. can really track your progression. Love it. Yeah, just fast track the progression with a mentor. Are you ready to go into the lightning round? Yeah, let's do it. All right, lightning round. Tell us something about your real estate markets that most people wouldn't know. The markets we invest in are around the five, five to six cap rate. So hidden markets that still meet all the investor criteria that typically limited partners are looking for. Great advice. Give yourself a little breathing room. <laughs> yep. Okay. What's some advice that you would give your younger self? Yeah, advice I would give my younger self is enjoy the moments. Um, after high school, I was just go, 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 got to go to college and get that degree, get married and everything and didn't get a chance to really um, travel or enjoy life in my younger years. So yeah, just enjoy the moments. Don't be in a rush. Love it. Rowena, what is the best real estate advice you've ever received or the best real estate advice that you would give? Yeah, I would say um, get a mentor. It's worth um, the investment to do that. It saves you time and time is just one thing that you can't buy back. Great. Yeah, don't do it on the cheap. So any bad advice that you hear going around or missteps that you may see other people falling into, you'd like to help people avoid? Yeah, I'll just say like the opposite of what I just said is that... Um, it's worth investing. You know, people say it's um, not worth it to invest into mentorship or um, mastermind programs. Seeing my journey and going, looking back, it's totally worth it. I wouldn't change anything. Awesome. Well, let's add a little randomness in here. I've got some cards and you can just tell me when to stop cutting the deck and we'll take the top. Stop. All right. What do you most admire about your parents? What I most admire about my parents, my mom, she sacrifices everything for her kids. So just um, I admire that about her. And she does that with my with my kids as well. So she does that for her grandkids. So she just has a big heart. Beautiful. Well, I got to say, I love it when it picks something deep, uh, the randomness in the world. It wasn't like, what is your spirit animal? Those are <laughs> not deep questions at all. All right. So let's help our audience out a little bit. Name a book that's helped to forge you as a leader and as an entrepreneur. Hey, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I think that's changed a lot of people's mindset and changes people's financial trajectory. trajectory. So, yeah. Okay. So the classic, the old purple Bible. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, how has a failure or misstep set you up for your present success? Yeah, I think, um, you know, when we're in school, we're always like taught that um, making mistakes was not good. But um, I think the failures just are, now I see it as always, um, what can I learn from failures? So the more failures that you have, the more you grow as a person. So, yeah. Great. I love it. Yeah, that's all yeah. what you learn. All right. So give us a quote to help forge our listeners as leaders and entrepreneurs. Yeah, so I'm a big Oprah Winfrey fan. One of her quotes is, 
You become what you believe, not what you wish or want, but what you truly believe. Wherever you are in life, look at your beliefs. They put you there. Where can our listeners find you on the internet? Yeah, you can find me on my website at trutruepurposecapital.com. Um, or you can find me on Instagram, Rowena underscore Augustine underscore TPC. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, George. Appreciate it.